This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Baruch We're continuing in Daf HaShavar. We're learning Meseches Kisubais Nun Aleph Amar Aleph Here we go. Hahu Yasayim V'Yasayma There was an orphan and a boy and girl. Rashi says a brother and sister. And their assets were in the hands of a uh, appointee and apotropis. The Asul Kameh Rava. They came before Rava. Amar Luhu, Rava. Rava said to them, Give the Yasayim a lot of sustenance, extra, so this way the overflow will go to her, his sister. Basically, you know, give him food, give him a lot of sustenance, and the extra will go to the sister. Now, that means that you're giving uh, not just real estate, but you're giving metaltalin. Because this way the Yusayma could benefit from it as well. Amri le Rabbanon Rava. So the rabbi said to Rava, Really? This is not consistent with what you normally hold. The Hamarhu da Amar, the master is the one who says, from land and not movables. Bain lemazaini, whether you're support, supplying sustenance. Bain leksuba, whether it's for the ksuba, bain leparnasa, or whether it's for the dowry. That when you're supplying to the orphan girl, whether you're supplying her food or for inheriting the ksuba or Parnasa, it's only from real estate and not from movables. So Amar Luhu, Rava said, but wait a second, If the Yasaim needed someone to be a cleaning lady, an attendant, wouldn't we give it to him? Wouldn't we supply him with, with cash to be able to pay someone to take care of of the estate, and to take care of other cleaning needs. So, certainly here we're going to supply him with extra movables, where there's two. First of all, it's his sister, and the sister could keep the estate clean and take care of, uh, of, the, uh, of their possessions. So in other words, in this case, even though Rava normally holds that we only give to the Yusoyma from Karka, but in this case, we even give metaltalin. Tanurabanon, the rabbis taught. Echad nechasim sheyesh lehen achrayis. Both nechasim that have achrayis. Echad nechasim she'en lehem achrayis. Or nechasim that do not have achrayis. What does that mean? Both land and movables we uh, we take to support a wife, Ulabanais and a daughter. Divrei Rabbi, this is the opinion of Rabbi. So we will collect for a, a wife's support, and we will collect for the support of a daughter, both land and nechasim she'en lahem and movables. We will take for mazaynisha and banais. This is the opinion of Rebbe. Rebbe Shimon Elazar Aimer, 
Rav Shimon Lezer says no, only land. Okay, this is interesting now. Nechasim sheyesh lahen achrayas. Land, moitzien labanois minabanam. We will collect for girls from boys. Meaning, if let's say the father dies and leaves over land, we will collect for banois, Rashi says, to provide them with sustenance and a dowry, but only from, if the boys inherit, we will provide the girls with um, real estate for sustenance and a dowry. For banois minabanam, or ulevanois minabanois. Let's say there's a, the father dies and he leaves over a lot of real estate. Let's say there are only girls, and the older girls, they took a lot of real estate, more than their share. Because halacha is, if a father leaves over only girls, they all inherit equally. And um, and they divide it equally. So we will take from the older girls to give to the younger girls. Or let's say they're older boys and younger boys, and the older boys took more real estate than the younger boys. Then we will take away from the older boys to give to the younger boys. Or or for sons from the daughters if there's a big Yerusha. What does that mean? The halacha is that if there's a large Yerusha, enough to provide for girls until they reach the stage of Bagaras and for boys, so then the girls will inherit as well. But if the girls grabbed more than they deserve, we'll take away from them and give to the boys. So we will take Ulavanim min habanois b'nechasim for the boys from what the girls took by nechasim rubin, avaloi labanim min habanois b'nechasim but not for the boys from the girls if there's not a lot of real estate. If there's not a lot of real estate, then the girls will take and the, and the boys have to go beg. The Rabbanan said that in such a case, she says, the boys have to collect. Um, so this is all by karka, but movables might see in Lebanon and Abanam. We will collect, take from some boys if they took more than other boys. Minabanus, or from some girls for, who took more than other girls. Ulevanu minabanus, or we will take and take for the boys if the girls took too much. Avaloi lebanus minabanim. We will not give girls movables if the boys took too much. So according to Reb Shimon Gamliel, we don't provide girls with movables. According to Rabbi, we do. According to Reb Shimon Gamliel, we don't. Now, so we have Machlikis Rebbe and Rav Shem Gamliel. Rebbe says, for Banois, you could give them movables. Rav uh, Shem Gamliel says, we don't give them movables. Normally the halacha is like Rebbe Mechaveray. Afagav de Kaimelan halacha Rebbe Mechaveray. Even though we hold the halacha is like Rebbe from his friend. 
Hacha halacha kribshim gamliel. Excuse me, here the halacha is like kribshim and alazar. Why? Like the Gemara started off, the Amar Rava, Hilchasa mimikarkai. The halacha is we only give girls from land. Voloimimitaltali, not from a taltalin. Bain liksuba. Whether it's for inheriting liksuba, bain lamazaini, or providing girls with sustenance, bain lafarnasa, or providing girls with um, parnasa, meaning with for for a dowry. Okay. Says the Holy Mishnah. What would the hell, we know that a, a man writes a ksuba to his wife, and that obligates him that if he divorces her, time out, battery time out. That um, a man writes a ksuba to his wife, and uh, he... Uh, he obligates himself if he dies or he divorces her, he has to give her 200 zuz. What if he doesn't write the ksuba? Is he still obligated to provide her with the 200 zuz? The Mishnah says, like kasav la ksuba, if he doesn't write her a ksuba, besula goiva masayim, a besula collects 200, the almana mana, and almana collects 100. Why? Mimneshu tenai bezin, it's a stipulation of bezin, irrespective of whether he writes her the ksuba, it's something that she's entitled to. Now the Mishnah says, Kasav la sada shava mana tachas masayim zuz. Let's say he wrote for her a field worth a hundred zuz instead of the two hundred zuz. And he didn't write, all the possessions I have are responsible for your ksuba. The halacha is chayev. He's still chayev. Rashi explains he's obligated to have all of his assets responsible for the ksuba, and he can't say, well, I only wrote that I'm making responsible that particular sada for the ksuba. Why? Shoot tenai bezdin. Because the ksuba is a tenai bezdin. If he didn't write for her, im if you're captured, I will redeem you. And I will return you to me as a wife. And if the woman is uh, the wife of a Kayin, I'll return you to your to your city because a Kayhanes, he can't take her back. Because if she was violated, but he's still obligated to redeem her. Why should tonight doesn't? So tonight doesn't. The obligation of a husband to redeem his wife is irrespective of whether he wrote it in the ksuba or not. Even if he didn't write in the ksuba, if the wife is captured, he has to redeem her. Nishbeis, if she's captured, chayiv leftaisa. The husband is chayiv to redeem her. The imamar, what if he says, look, listen lady, you're captured. He visits her, he hands her a get, and he says, you're on your own. You're right, he's obligated to redeem her if they're married. But he do, he'll, he decided he'd rather not, so he gives her a bill of divorce. The Amamar Hareza Haregita, Uksubasa, and here's your Ksuba. Vitiftasa, to redeem yourself. In Russia, he's not to do that. It seems like we learned earlier that a person is obligated to redeem his wife. Why? 
Why is a person obligated to redeem his wife? It's an exchange for Very good. Uperkuna tachas peirois. Under, instead of her fruits of the nichse milog. So the whole time, thank you, the whole time he's eating from her nichse milog. So that, so he's already previously obligated to redeem her. Mashein kain. Luxa, if she is falls ill, chay lora He has to play for her medical bills. Amar, if he says, Hare Gita, here is your get, Uksuba, so here is your Uksuba, Tarapas Asma, go pay for your own bills. Rashi is allowed to say that. Because why is a husband obligated to heal his wife? Because Rashi says, Rafu is like Mazoinus. Why is a husband obligated to give his wife Mazoinus? What's the reason a husband is obligated to give his wife Mazoinus? For what? So, she provided Masiyadeha, and he fed her. Now he wants to end that arrangement, so he's allowed to. Says the Gemara, Mani, Mani, who is the Tan of the Mishnah? Who is the Tan of the Mishnah that says that even if you don't write Iksuba, it's something you're obligated in? Rabbi Meir, he the Amar, Anyone who gives less for a basula than 200. Or to someone who gives less than 100. It is considered znos. He's, he didn't give her a This is not a proper ksuba. He can't, you cannot stipulate less than the required amount. That's the shita rameyer. And therefore... Even if you don't write it, it's still an obligation. But it can't be Rabbi Huda, dear Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda holds, you could stipulate less than the legislated amount. Dear Rabbi Huda, Ha'amar, Rabbi Huda says, Ratsa Kaisev Lebesula Shtar Shomasayim. If it's Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, if you want, you could write. For a basula, if it's Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, if you want koisiv lebasula star shomasayim, you could write to, to a basula star of ksuba for two hundred zos. Fihi koiseves, and she'll write back his kabalti mimcha mana. I received from you a mana, even though she didn't get anything from him, she could write back, I received a mana, and this way you're only obligating yourself in a mana. Ula amana mana, you could write a shtar to an amana, I'm giving you a mana. Vihi koiseves, hiskabalti mimcha chamishim zuz. And she writes, I received from you 50 zuz. So that means the ratio of the Mishnah of if you didn't write a Ksuba, the Basula still collects 200, it has to be Rameyer who says that when it says Loi Kasavla, Toysa says, they made a Tanai. 
So what is the seifa? Ema seifa. Kasavla sada shavamana tachas masayim. The seifa says that, let's say you wrote, I'm only holding one of my fields worth a hundred zoz responsible for the ksuva. Fuloi kasavla, and he didn't write to her, kol nechasim de isli achran leksubasech. All the nechasim that I have are responsible for ksuva. Chayev. Yechayev shutnai bezden. That doesn't go like Rameir. You know who that goes like? Asal Rabbi Yehuda. That goes like Rabbi Yehuda. The Amar, Achrayus Tosoifer. Rabbi Yehuda says a star that it doesn't say in it Achrayus. It was made without the consent of the Malveh. The Soifer made a mistake, but it was as if it was written that there's still Achrayus. So the Sefer goes like Rabbi Yehuda, who says Achrayus is a toss of the Soifer. That if you don't if you don't hold all of your assets responsible, it's not a mistake. They're not responsible. So the problem is the ratio of the Mishnah is going like Rameir and the Seifa is going like Rabbi Huda. Okay, we'll continue here. Bez Hashem tomorrow. Okay, Hatzlacha, everyone. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.